welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season six, episodes 18 and 19, Don't You Want Me, the season six finale. Um, so Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summaries? Sure. Alex and her mother, Emily, are in trouble. Chad, Emily's boyfriend, has run up thousands of dollars in credit card debt and hasn't been paying the rent. The situation is dire, and Alex needs to make more money than she can at the theater. When a job as a waitress at a gentleman's club come up, she takes it, but learns there's bigger money on stage. Alex has to decide what to do and how maybe more than friend Paige will deal with this situation. Meanwhile, Emma wants to make plans for next year and is shocked to learn Sha- and is shocked to learn Sean's don't include her. As well, Marco does high best. His, I'm sure they mean his his best to keep his best friend close. What, what? is that? A, are they talking about Ellie? Yes. What? I don't. I don't know. That's not a part of the C plot. No. Keep his friends close. What? That doesn't make sense. What? I don't. The rest uh, of it's fine. They did not proofread though, because they wrote they skipped the letter S on like it four is a different wiki. things. That's fair. okay that marco thing is throwing me all right part two alex's double life is finally bringing in the cash she wants but hiding everything from everyone is taking a toll on her schoolwork and her connection with Paige. but making money is the only way she and her mother won't get evicted alex tries to convince herself she's making the right decision also when sean and emma are not talking she'll have to go through her scariest experience yet all by herself Marco also learns <laughs> that sometimes love is very, very messy. What is this? <laughs> this is not accurate. Why is the weird C plot only seen through Marco's eyes? I don't know. It has very little to do with Marco. He kind of facilitates and that's it. He's just there for the two things that happen. The one thing that happens in the first episode is Ellie runs into Jesse at that club and then what happens in the second one? Marco walks in on Ellie and Jesse. That's it. Oh, my God. It's really also, more about can we, Ellie. Can we talk about why this C-plot is in this <laughs> thing at all when the B-plot of the last episode wasn't even, like, in the wiki? Like, they did not know. mention the B-plot. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who contributes to this wiki and writes these summaries, but <laughs> whatever. Also, the whole when Sean and Emma are not talking thing, I feel like... They weren't talking for only, like, two days. And it was because she didn't want to talk to him. Yeah. It's and her scariest experience yet? Like, what about the pilot? What about the shooting? What about when she had a gun pointed in her face and Sean was standing in between her and the gun? I think that's a little bit more scary. She's had, like, Emma also, has had a lot of scary experiences. Her maybe being pregnant, definitely not being pregnant, is not even on, like, the level with everything else that she's been through. Especially because they start not talking or whatever after they've already taken a test that says that it's negative. And she's like, it's like false negatives happen all the time. I'm like, really? I think they don't talk twice. I think they don't talk after he announces that he's joining the army. Right. And then they don't talk after the pregnancy thing. Well, but they don't. still, it's dumb. It's ridiculous. I feel like, it, no, it's not even after the pregnancy thing. It's after he tells her to keep the baby 
and but that he's still going to enlist and she's like what and then she, and then she like takes a test without him again or something or is about to i don't know they don't really like go for a long stretch of time with not talking this whole episode it's just like in bits and pieces yeah because I they just know. and they aren't talking because they like just had a fight it's ridiculous i don't know it's very weird and dumb whatever um the episode title is named don't you want me after the 1981 song by the human league um which i love this song me too also like the intro of this song gets stuck on my head all the time and just the whole thing holland and i have been singing it just like (laughs) just like randomly breaking out into it um but i think it's pretty appropriate for the episode especially the you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar because that's kind of the beginning of Lex's disease plot spot on um, um yeah and no. also also with emma's she feels like she's being abandoned by sean so she's like don't you want me don't you want to stay and i get all and it's always like the relationship with alex and Paige. alex is always kind of like don't you want me oh, <laughs> alex and Paige. all right so again speaking of pretty appropriate title totally Finally. Um, speaking of, Alex and Paige are still hanging out, which makes me happy, especially since their last interaction kind of ended with, I love you. And, she, and Paige is like, I just, and running off. Um, <laughs> and also we get cool. Uh, Chad's back. He got a new TV. He yeah. is maybe a different actor entirely because he yeah. does not look familiar like to me. He got recast. Um, but yeah. And I just kind of wrote down Chad would spend his money on a TV. And then the police come in and arrest him for credit card fraud. I'm like, Chad would get arrested for credit card fraud after buying a TV. Seriously. I'm just, he's so dumb. He just, he's the worst. And Alex's mom reminds me a lot of a person that I used to know, like a person's mom that I used to know and be very close with. And it kind of bums me out. Yeah, it's, yeah, so he gets arrested, and she, like, follows after him, and then fucking Paige is like, wow, how cops is that? I'm like, insensitive. I wrote that down, and I was like, I get that, like, you're feeling awkward, but also, like, maybe just be silent. Yeah. Or, hey, are you okay? Yeah, like, is there anything I can do? And she's like, well, she, I think she, after she says, how cops is that? She's like, Hun, are you okay? Like, what can I do? And Alex is like, please just leave because she's embarrassed. And yeah, it's just like. And then Paige is like, but we have the TV to ourselves. I'm like, are you serious? The TV that like caused this whole situation. Paige, you need to leave. Like, Paige, fun fact. How about you try to not be so fucking quippy for a minute and just like take in the situation? Yeah. Oh, my God. Paige. Paige bothers me a lot in this episode. Me too. She's very judgy. Very judgy. Very, very judgy. Um, and then the theme song plays, and then um Alex's mom comes back from the police station. And Alex is like, Where's Chad? And her mom was like, He's in jail. Um, also, the credit card companies aren't the only one he was uh like f- frauding or whatever. Um and we are $6,000 in the hole. And then Alex says, that's not a hole. That's the Grand Canyon. Which is a great line. Alex has so many good lines. She's, She's funny. Lots of them. And I just, uh, Alex's mom has like spectacularly bad taste in men. So much. Oh my it's God. just, it hurts me. And 
throughout the episode, we learn like how much a misguided trust she put in Chad, especially when it comes to their finances. And continues to after the episode ends. It's crazy. <laughs> and I and I wrote down, I'm like, they're like freaking out, which I understand. Like if like I I have credit card debt and it like it makes me very anxious. Um, And I just like, you know, I totally understand. And $6,000 is a lot of money, especially if you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. But also the thing with having six thousand dollars of credit card debt is it that's not a crazy amount of credit card debt it's manageable it's a manageable amount and the thing with paying off a credit card is you do it in installments anyway so she doesn't have to pay six thousand dollars today yeah you just need to like go to your bank and work out a payment plan that works for you and your income and they like and they, they want do it to automatically. they want to work with you yeah. cuz they want you to pay it off. They do it automatically. Uh, the, like cuz I I have to pay my credit card bill every month and it's like they give you like the minimum amount that you can pay, which is like you're basically just paying off the interest. Yeah. Um but, you know, if you like throw in an extra like 10 bucks, it'll help you out. Like, I don't know. It's it's just it's a very it's a, it sucks. It super sucks, it's but it's scary. manageable. It's scary when you're looking at like the big picture of like I owe this total amount in debt, but it's not like all of that at once. There, It's you can pay it off in installments, but I understand why they're freaking out because they're just finding all of like they're getting a lot of new information at once. So I understand the anxiety. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Chad's a goddamn asshole who stuck them with all this debt. I hate Chad. Chad's the worst. Um, but then we are at school with the B plot and Manny's hair is flat as hell for some reason. Where we do we want to get into fashion police? Yeah, I don't know. Manny doesn't have bangs anymore. No, I miss the bangs and her hair is very flat. I liked her hair at the part two of the episode it was like they did a little it was like a it had a little bit more but it was like pasted onto her head at yeah, the beginning it was like super straightened and on her face and like without the bangs it looked like it just was not flattering to her for some reason i don't know um Paige is wearing a long like pink and black argyle sweater in the first scene which is something it's a choice um alex is back in polyester at the movie theater yeah she is um marco's wearing a weird uber plaid sweater with elbow patches that i'm not a fan of me neither can we talk about alex's uh before she becomes a stripper stripper outfit because (laughs) she's wearing like this red pleather skirt and like she's like (laughs) dressed and but like the top half of her is dressed like baby one more time i'm like this is misguided yeah (laughs) Yeah, that was bizarre. But, like, her tank top isn't, like, a normal crop top tank top. It looks like she just cut a wife beater in half. <laughs> Which, to be fair, she probably did. She almost certainly did. Uh, when we first meet Mel, she's wearing a very weird flur- furry patchy jacket that reminded me of, like, season three Manny's furry patchy jacket. Oh, but yeah. it was, like, on a different level. Um, I do like Mel a lot. I'm going to sing Mel's praises throughout this entire thing because Mel's my new favorite character. Um, but her eyeshadow. I was going to say Mel wears a lot of blue eyeshadow. So much blue eyeshadow, which is like just the clear sign of mid 2000s, but also the clear sign of like trashy, um, which is fun. Uh, Emma's hair uh, when she's like, I don't remember what point in the episode, but at one point it's like really lifted, but there's yeah. none in her face and she looks like a lion. <laughs> Um, at one point Paige is wearing like 
a turtleneck underneath a stripey shirt. Oh, I hated, I hated that. It. I wrote that down too. That was actually my next note. A lot of like long sleeve turtlenecky shirts with weird stuff on top. Like Emma wears that dress that I hate. The like the, the checkered, checkered one with, one the, with the puffy sleeves. sleeves. Yeah. yeah. And she's wearing it like over a long sleeve shirt. I'm like, what is happening yeah, here with these fucked up layers? Um, Alex's stripper makeup is bad and her pink like bustier thing is a choice. Her makeup is out of control. Uh, this isn't really fashion, but Emma and Sean, when they're having their serious talk, look very cute in the snow. They do look very cute in the snow. Sean looks really great. His hair looks good throughout the whole episode. At least I thought so. I'd agree with that. I wasn't paying too much attention. His eyebrows were out of control. They were like well-styled caterpillars, and I was here for it. It's Sean. (laughs) I like Sean. I also like Sean's like vesty, wintry look when they're in the snow. I mean, Sean always looks good, so whatever. I like Emma's dance outfit. She looks good in LBD. Yeah, she does. She's always looked good in LBD, though. I think that's all I have. Oh, and Alex's dance dress was great, too. The red. Oh, yeah, that looked good, too. It was nice to see her in a color that wasn't black. Yeah. <laughs> she wears red a lot, too, though, now, I think. Like, she has that red. Oh, yeah, like, the track, track jacket. jacket. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the red, but the, like, formal wear. Yeah, that we did haven't it. seen that yet. <laughs> we have not seen Well, she does say when she comes in, this is my first Degrassi dance. Yeah. That dance is confusing. We're going to talk about that later. It's like a winter dance. We're going to talk about it later because I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I have notes. Okay. Um, so then we're at school and Emma and Manny are talking and Emma's talking about like future plans and how after graduation she wants to move in with Sean and Manny is like, why would you, why do you want to do that? Like what yeah well emma well manny's first reaction is to do an impression of sean and she ends it with i'm real serious about our future yo and i was like oh he is the real slim shady um and yeah but manny time and time again proves herself to be the only sane person about relationships on this entire show yes uh because all these motherfuckers moving in together when they're like 14 and she's like why are you rushing this? Like, go be a person. Yeah. You're 18 years old. And I think she even says, like, like, does Sean know you want to do this? Like, I feel like and she says something weird about, like, a four letter word in boys vocabulary commitment. I don't remember what it was. And I, I don't didn't know. get it. It didn't make sense. But like, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. But I mean, also, like, why would she assume that Sean wouldn't? Because Sean has lived with Ellie before. That's very true. Um, He's clearly not against shacking up. Yeah, but also I don't know why Emma would want to do that right after graduating. You'd think she'd want to like go off to college. Well, she does, but she wants them to live together when she goes to college. Because right. I feel like they all go to college not too far from Degrassi. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And then we are at the movie theater and Alex is working. She's back at like the snack stand because she needs... To make money to help out her mom. And Paige visits her and they start talking. And then she asks about Carla. And Alex is like, oh, I think she was slumming it with me. Whatever. We didn't have anything in common anyway. So apparently Alex and Carla broke up. So I forgot. I truly forgot about Carla entirely. (laughs) So that's fine. Um, But then, then we 
are Marco. Then, oh, and yeah. as Paige is like asking her to come to her housewarming party. Yeah. Um. So then we're at the party and Marco and Ellie are talking. Yeah. And Ellie is has had this like just pout face on since Paige and Jesse started seeing each other. And Marco calls her out on it. And he's like, you told her it was OK. And she was like, well, I was wrong. <laughs> She's basically like, well, it hurts me, which like, OK. I mean, they did kind of break up prematurely. Like, I get it. I don't know. For some reason, I'm still shipping Ellie and Jesse and I don't know why because I don't remember caring about them when I watched the show (laughs) but now I'm like I like this for some reason I think I just really want Ellie to get out of the group to like live her own life yeah like these people need to get some distance um but, but yeah, then, and but he's like, you just need to meet somebody new. We'll go to a club. And she's like, yeah, that seems like a place for me to meet guys. And I'm like, yeah, Ellie is not going to meet the kind of person that she would date at a club. No, I mean, nobody really does. <laughs> no, clubs are clubs are meant for dancing. End of list. Yeah. Do not meet a man at a club. That's Please, a, no, that's a disaster. No. I um, feel like I feel like the exception to the like, don't meet a dude at a club is like, I guess like unless it's like a gay club and you're a gay man i feel like that's like not that that's my experience but that's how my cousin met his husband (laughs) so i'm like there are clearly exceptions to this rule yeah i don't know i think it was not in heteronormal i don't know shouts out to my cousin who listens to this podcast is that how (laughs) it happened i feel like that's how it happened i might be wrong um i don't know and then Jay comes in with his new girlfriend, Mel, because and I think Paige is surprised. And she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And Alex is like, you told me to invite people. And I'm like, I love that she invited Jay. (laughs) They are there. They are each other's only friends. I know. I love their friendship. I love their friendship, too. I love their platonic friendship. It makes makes me happy. Me, too. I just I enjoy it so much. So Jay has a new girlfriend and I'm immediately a little bit jealous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like right away um for some reason i don't know what's wrong with me she's talking about how she works at club zanzibar as which a is, waitress which is a hilarious name for a strip club and Paige is like oh you mean the place with the strip club or whatever or maybe alex says this no i think she says okay so alex is saying that she needs to make more money oh yeah and and mel is like oh we're hiring waitresses at club zanzibar no because she doesn't say where she works yet because okay she's like we're hiring waitresses where i work like for the bar for the like the bar or whatever and like Paige makes like a snide remark i was like this is a total stranger you can't be this much of an asshole (laughs) to a stranger but it's Paige, so of course she does and she's like oh is it a strip club like being like you're trashy and i hate you even though we don't know each other which yeah. like page come, come on page get it together and then she's like yes <laughs> <laughs> to which i say good for you i love mel mel is my favorite <laughs> i do like mel and then she's like also i don't i work in the bar section i'm not a stripper not that that's any of your business anyway or not that that gives you a right to judge me less or i don't know she Dro- stands up for herself she does drop the mic mel out and she's like Come by, I'll get you an interview. And Alex you make is like, hella yes. money in tips. Yeah, and I think she said they they make like 150 plus a night. Yeah, which for a waitress is pretty good. Yeah, and I then, mean it's, it depends on where you work. And then they walk away, and Paige is like, "Oh, Kel surprise, uh, that you? Oh, she works at a 
strip club or Jay's new girlfriend works at a strip club. Kel Surprise guess NASA wasn't hiring. <laughs> Which is a great line. Also, I mean, it's it's truly like the most Jay relationship. Oh, totally. But I still love it. But I it. think they work. I think they so seem too. good together. They seem really happy. And Mel seems like she wouldn't take any of Jay's shit. No, she definitely <laughs> doesn't take any bullshit. She seems really smart. Like I just I really like Mel. I'm on board for Mel. I'm on board for Mel and Jay. I'm here for it. Um, but then we swing over to Emma's house and they're like eating dinner and Sean is there. And they're talking about like Sean's future and like, what do you like? You want to do all these things, but how can you do it without like finishing your education? And he's like, well, I have a plan already. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, this isn't how I wanted to tell you. But actually, I was thinking about the armed services. And she's like, um, excuse me. And he's like, yeah, I already signed up and I passed my physical. Here's All right. So I have a few things about this. One, I feel like it's weird that he didn't tell her before he like enlisted. Yes. That's a weird choice. But also, like, counterpoint, what is with certain people on this show? Like, it's with Emma and Paige especially where they just... They can't imagine like a route to success that isn't go to high school, graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, because it's like there are other ways to do this. You know, like I have I know a girl who like dropped out of high school when she was 15 and got her GED and she ended up going to grad school at Fordham and now she like works with like troubled youth and has a good job. Like that's awesome. There's like alternate routes that you can take. It isn't just like a straight line. I think it's because they've only been exposed to the straight line and they've only been they've probably only been told or conditioned to think that this is the path that you need to take because it's what they've been working toward the whole time. They've had tunnel vision and I'm sure their parents have been like telling them to go on this route the whole time. So anything that the thing with Paige and Emma, too, is like if anything doesn't go according to plan, according to their set route, they also like don't know how to compute. They don't know how to accept it. So I understand why they're like, what? What are you doing? Because they don't like when things change. They don't like to give up control. Um, and they are also both kind of selfish and can't handle. They can't like put their themselves in another person's shoes. <laughs> It's it's just a little crazy. I'm like, you guys need to calm down. But yeah, Emma's like freaking out because of the army thing. And I'm like, okay. I understand freaking out that he did not tell her before he made this yes. decision. I would be mad about that too. I am mad for her about that. I'm like, Sean, why would you leave us without telling us first? Um, I mean, he definitely should have told her. It's Totally. It's before weird. signing up, that's it's weird. It's super He's weird. Like, I thought you would be happy for me. It's like, maybe let's not start this journey with being dishonest. <laughs> like, let's talk about it first. She's going to say no. But like, and then you can disobey. Like, yeah. And then you can like, be like, well, I think it's the best option for my future. And I want to do this. It makes the most sense. You know, he's going to like, he doesn't want to graduate two years later than he was supposed to. Mm-mm. And he wants to like, he needs a business degree if he's going to open his own thing. But like, he doesn't have to do that yet. Like he can get like mechanic training in the army and he exactly. can learn how to work on like not just cars but like crazy shit right there's a lot of other paths to this and I also do think it will be helpful for his like authority problems (laughs) 
True. <laughs> It'll facts. definitely force him to grow up and mature a lot and like like learn how to not lash out and act so impulsively. I honestly think it's a great plan. I think it's a good idea for him. I don't want him to leave. I'm with you, Emma, but also let's like let's put yourself in his shoes and see why he wants to do this. Um but then and Snake is like on board and excited about. It. He's like that's a really great idea cuz he is kind of like seeing the big picture. Yeah, well cuz Snake is a generally a rational human. Yes. Um, but then... And they were literally just talking about how Sean has, like, no prospects right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to which I say, why don't you just get your GED or whatever that Canadian equivalent is? I mean, it would still be hard for him to get into school. And I know a, I know quite a few people, because um, my college, like, despite it being an art school, was, like, we had a lot of people who came from the army and got, like, a really good art school education for free mm-hmm. my dad got his i don't i don't actually know if my dad graduated college but my dad got his he went to college like on the army dime right. because he did like a million tours um but i mean you know i know but he did and they're talking about like him trying to complete his high school education and then because like mechanics like even they probably won't hire you or give you a loan to start your own business or to work if you don't have that kind of education. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where it's kind of like if your grades aren't good enough, sometimes it's better to go to like sometimes it'll be like easier to go to a community college for a couple of years and then transfer to like a bigger college instead of going straight from high school. It's like if you put like this step in between, like it, it like makes it easier. Yeah. And also it, it actually looks good on a resume to get into a better school to be like oh well I had some issues so I took some time off to join the army and like learn how to be like disciplined yeah. and work on myself and whatever that's true I don't know I'm, I'm very <laughs> for someone I'm like, who's very I'm anti-war I'm very pro-army <laughs> I'm supportive of his decision but I also I'm also like but does that give you your high school diploma <laughs> Um, I mean, they would probably let him get his GED there. But, that's what I was, but he, that's the main thing yeah. I was hung up on. I'm like, how is he going to get his GED? Does he need to do that before he goes to the army? Does he do that after he comes back? I, I have no probably, idea. That's probably something that they'd let you do there. We're getting very hung up on the logistics of this. I mean, that's the point of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast might as well just be called, let's get hung up on the logistics. <laughs> oh God. And then... Anyway, so then we're at the uh, at Zanzibar Club, Club Zanzibar. Zanzibar, and Alex has her interview, and she comes over and is like, hey, work buddy, to Mel, and she's like, yeah, you got it, great, and then the creepy owner, Vlad, comes over. His name would be Vlad. And he's like, you're prettier than most of my dancers, and I was like, cool, compliment, <laughs> and Alex is like, thanks, I think. In a close-on sort of way. Right. And she's like, um, he's like, you should be one of my dancers. He's, she's like, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. I'm a waitress. Um, and then we, like, zoom to her working. Well, uh, yeah. And then she, is this, mm, yeah, yeah. Because then she's talking to Mel and she's, like, being real, real judgy about the strippers. And Mel is 
basically like calls her out on it. She's like, if you have such a problem with this, then why are you working here? And Alex continues to be judgy and Mel continues to call her out on it. And she's like, you know, the only difference between you and them is that they need the money more than you do. And like she like kind of walks off and I'm like, I love Mel. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And yeah, Alex gets like a little bit of a wake wake up call about it. Um, And then she goes home and is like, hey, mom, here's my tips. I got a job at some fancy restaurant and like lies to her mom about where she works, which I get. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, Alex's mom seems like a nice enough person, but she's a terrible mother. Yeah. Which like, duh. But also like Alex makes all these like ominous statements about her job and her mom never once asks where she's getting the money. And like. Any rational person knows that you're not making that much money, like, waitressing at a nice restaurant. Well, uh, yeah. You know? But I think that just shows, like, how not great of a mom her mom is. She's only really caring about the end result. I don't even think she would care if she was being upfront about her working at a strip club. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. And but then so she waits, she comes home and is like, I made tips. Yay. And then her mom is like, guess what? And she shows her this eviction notice and they're getting evicted unless they can come up with all the money from like the past couple months rent. Um, And they didn't know that their rent checks were being bounced because Chad fucking was hiding the letters and he ruins the day again. Chad is garbage. Is the moral of this story. Yeah. And then the next day, Alex is, this is when Alex is in her room practicing her like stripper moves. It's hilarious. <laughs> in her weird outfit. And she has called Mel over to like help her. And she's like, why did you call me? You called me over at nine in the morning to like look at this. And I love how Alex is practicing to like a workout video. <laughs> it's adorable. The music is confusing. <laughs> And Mel is like, cannot stop herself from laughing. She's like, I'm running on three hours of sleep. This is just kind of crazy. Yeah. And Alex is like, okay, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> um, but she's like, good, you're clearly not ready. But then um, we're at school and Sean comes by and is like, Emma, please talk to me. Because she's mad at him about the army thing. And she's like. She's like, this isn't how I wanted it to happen. I don't really remember what they fight about. They they just fight. And then she's like, how can you join the army? Like, especially you. They tell you what to do. They tell you what to think. Blah, blah, blah. Which is not wrong. Um, But he's like, what's so wrong with someone telling me what to think? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of problems with that he's sentence. Like, that's what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> which is true. <laughs> super true. Because that's like Emma's whole deal. But also him being like... Uh, just like what, what's so wrong with someone telling you what to think? I'm like, there's a lot of things wrong with that. Yeah. But then he kind of spins it to be like the army, like has a lot of positives for me. Like I'll learn how to like get in line. I'll learn how to do all these things. These are all good things. Like, why are you so opposed to that? And he's like a sad little puppy dog. He is. And then she makes like an ominous statement about like, needing him right especially now i'm like yeah okay and he's like what are you talking about she's like you can't handle it like what and then she storms off and this is when her hair looks like a lion yeah and then and she's wearing that bad dress and then we are with Paige and alex i don't remember where they are but this is when we learned that Paige and jesse broke up or they're at alex's house right yeah Paige and jesse broke up 
And Paige is basically like, I just... She's like talking about how she keeps coming back to Alex and she like cares about her or whatever. And I'm like, you're meant to be. And she kisses her and Alex is like, what are you doing? And she's like, um, I thought the door is open. And Alex is like, yeah, it's been opened. And then you close it and then you open it again and then you close it. Like, I can't keep doing this. And I'm like, that is very fair. Super fair. Because Paige like is figuring her shit out, but she like is not being fair to Alex. No, no, no. Because then she's like, you might be cool with being a lesbian, but like, I don't even know what I am. And And finally, somebody says the word bisexual. That isn't Kevin Smith. And Alex is like, the word is bisexual, Paige. And it's just a label anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. And Paige is like, you don't understand. My parents already have a gay child. Like, this would kill them. Like, I have to give them grandchildren one day. You don't know the pressure that I'm under. To which Alex is like, oh, I don't know what pressure feels like. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, you don't even know what's going on with me. Also, like, there are plenty of people who are straight that can't have kids. Like, so what does that make them? I mean, there's so many options that aren't having a child in a heterosexual relationship you could even still have a biological child for your parents if that's something that's important to them even though i think that that is silly but fine whatever also it's like i feel like she's this is also something that she is she has put on herself without it actually being explicitly said by her parents too um but whatever also, if they're cool with Dylan, I'm sure they will be, like, fine and accepting of you and your sexuality, Paige. Like, come on. Um, but whatever. It's, uh, it's... It's just an excuse. It's totally an excuse. It's because she's scared. It's because she's not fine with the label. She's not... She still hasn't really accepted her more fluid sexuality. Um... But whatever. But then we are with Manny and Emma. And Emma is like still freaking out about Sean. And Manny, I think Manny calls her Che at one point. She does. (laughs) It's a delight. She's like, what? She's like, Emma, like this could be good for Sean. Also, we're getting into control issue zone. And like Emma's always in control issue zone. Seriously. But then she asks if Emma's. Uh, like having trouble with eating again. Yeah. And the, yeah, that's not what it is. We find out later. But nope. yeah, whatever. But they throw in some fun red herrings for us. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah. Manny is just kind of there being supportive for Emma, but also like trying to calm her down and talk some sense into her about the Sean thing. Um, But then we are, then we see Alex like waiting tables and some guy like slaps her ass which I was not a fan of and it's kind of the whole scene I feel like it's her being a waitress and seeing how much money the strippers make compared to what she makes and she's like oh okay and that's kind of it pretty much just yeah I don't know just figuring it out she's like it's basically like a montage sequence of like should she do this or not? And she's like studying chemistry at the bar. Yeah. Which I'm like, I feel like is not allowed on work time. No. Um, Even if you're yeah. slow. <laughs> exactly. Um, Yeah. And then we're at Emma's house and she has called Sean over and he's like, what did you call me? Like, what did you, what do you need to talk about that can't be said over the phone? And then 
Emma tells him that she's pregnant. And he's like, what? Are you sure? Did you take a test? And she's like, well, take it together. What is wrong with these people? (laughs) They keep saying, I'm pregnant. And never take a pregnancy test or go to a fucking doctor. It's like, you you shouldn't say, I'm pregnant. You should say, I'm late. And I'm worried that I might be pregnant. Because that's what the actual situation is. Um, But I don't remember this pregnancy square. Um, me neither. Yeah, I don't know. And I then, do remember that this is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. But then Alex comes home and she asks her mom if she like tried to get an extension on the paying back the rent. And her mom's like, I tried, but it didn't work. Turns out he doesn't have a crush on me. And I was like, oh boy. And it's like another thing it's like it's just the la- so sad. I think it's the last straw that kind of convinces Alex to go into exotic dancing and they just both look so sad they're very sad it bums me out and I just oh man yeah it's rough but then we're with Sean and Emma and they take a pregnancy test and it's negative because she's done not pregnant and then Emma's like well these tests have false negatives all the time obviously like I'm still like probably pregnant and like it says negative and Sean's like yes <laughs> and she's like wait 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 <laughs> false negatives happen all the time I'm like how often like she's trying to convince herself of this because she just doesn't want Sean to leave exactly and She's like, we need to, like, figure it out still. Also, two pregnancy tests come in a box. Take both of them. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Whatever. And then um, we are at Zanzibar, Club Zanzibar, and Alex is decked out in her stripper makeup. She's wearing her, like, bustier. She looks, like, right out of Moulin Rouge. It's kind of ridiculous. It's, it's comical. <laughs> like, it's... And, like, what what are you doing? And Mel walks by and is like, oh, my gosh, you're actually going to do this? Like, are you sure if you go out there, it changes you? And I'm like, that's a little, okay. It's a little intense. Yeah. I feel like there's such, like, this, like, demonizing of stripping. Totally. And even sex work, like, you know, I mean, I, I think it just depends on who you are as a person. Exactly. You know, there's so much of, like, this is how you should feel about it, where I'm like, let, let the person feel how they feel about exactly. it. Exactly. And let's not, like demonize them or judge them for doing what they feel like they need to do or what they want to do yeah like some people I'm, just want to do that I have a friend who stripped in college and it was a lot of like some of it was because she made good money and some of it was because she it was like empowering for her and she felt good doing it like that's a legitimate reason why a lot of people do strip because they feel like they it, they are in control of their bodies and they feel sexy doing it and they like it. And sometimes that's just like reason enough, like whatever, do you girl, do what you want to do. Yeah. And not to say that there aren't people who aren't like doing it because they feel like they have no other option. Exactly. But like, let's not lump everyone into the like, the like, you know, cliche of like, paying for drugs or paying for to, because they like had a kid and they're a single mom or you know whatever it is that the issue is I don't know it's such a cliche and it just reminds me of that song from the 90s about the prostitute I don't know what song you're talking about I can't think of it I can't think of what it's called um um I don't know but whatever 
what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry you know that song and the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money but his daddy's gone i, I don't sing i'm just gonna say the lyrics to it you. sounds familiar is if it you kind ha- of like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah is it yeah it'd be it's like an alt rocky not even alt. no it's, it's like, like r&b oh it's r&b and then, and then, the, and then there's rapping. About. You would know it if you heard if it. If I heard it, I guess I would know it, but yeah. I don't know. We can look it up later. Okay. I'll show you later. You're going to be like, oh, that one. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Then we, then they're like, all right, welcome to the stage. Lextasy. Because of course, her, her name is Lextasy. It's excellent. It's really good. But I also feel like you shouldn't have your stage name be similar to your real name like I feel like you're supposed to have a name that isn't your name to kind of like protect you from creepy dudes who like want to follow you home or find you yeah because that definitely happens (laughs) yeah but then how would we know that it was meant to be Alex obviously I know but whatever. So, and then that's the end of part one. Because we can't figure things out by ourselves. Or the end of part one is her like <laughs> walking on the stage. Oh my God. It <laughs> is. Like she doesn't strut or anything. She just kind of like walks up there and like opens her robe and then starts spinning around the pool. <laughs> it is like truly the least sexy entrance I've ever seen. She like trudges onto the <laughs> stage and like doesn't take a, like stands, her robe. she stands perfectly still looking down unties her rope and then just like dead eyes spins around the pole doesn't even move her leg just hold it on <laughs> just letting the pole spin her it is I, and i love how later her boss is like you're a natural i'm like no she is not <laughs> She is. She's just very pretty. She's very pretty, but everything about her says, I don't want to be here. (laughs) Um, And then part two starts with Alex coming off of stage and she's like very shaken about the experience and she doesn't feel good about it. And she talks, she's to Mel. She's like, this never happened. And girl, that is when you quit. Yeah. If that's like the sign, like this isn't good for you. You don't want to do this. Um, but then she co- the next day she's at home still she's like in a hoodie lying on her couch still feeling sad about it and then Paige comes over and is like I'm trying not to get hung up on the labels and will you be my sweetheart and then they kiss and it's very cute it's very cute I love them so much although I do not care for will you be my sweetheart <laughs> that I could have done without I love them when they're good but Paige bothers me so much in this episode she's not at her best and i'm just kind of like alex you do not deserve the treatment that Paige has given you yeah Um, and then alex gives her mom a bunch of money she's like this will cover rent and her mom is so happy and her mom is like you're the only good thing i've ever done and i'm like oh but then Alex, this is her like big ominous statement. She's like, don't be so sure. Right. And I'm just like, okay, Alex's mom, whose name is Emily. Yeah. Like, this is the time that you're like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Theoretically, that's when it should happen. 
Um, but then not great parenting. But so we see Alex is like, "Yay, we paid rent!" But then at school, she's very tired, but and she has a test, and she clearly hasn't had time to study. And it's like, oh no! Poor also, Alex. she falls asleep, so the teacher like hits her desk and wakes her up. <laughs> right. Um, but then we're at the dot and Sean and Jay are hanging out and Jay is like, hey, Eeyore, what did you do with my friend Sean? I love Jay. He's such a dork. And then because Sean is like bumming out about this potential pregnancy. Which and is not real. Which is like, it came out negative, guys. Uh, anyway. Whatever. And he's like, Emma might be pregnant. And Jay is like, oh my God, congrats, man. Now you're, you are, if I have Emma locked in forever. I'm like, Jay would be excited about Sean, like, trapping Emma to him. Seriously. I'm like. It like, was not the response I was expecting. You no, know, it's like, he's like, this is all you've ever wanted. Like, your family. And, like, now you can start your garage and it's great. I was like, okay. I mean, it's flawed, but also, like, it makes It makes sense. so much sense. Yeah. Like, if anyone were to be, like, a teen dad who's, like, working, staying in town, working for his family, it, I feel like it makes a lot of sense for Sean. Um, but yeah, that's that scene. And then, then also, like I guess, a, I guess Sean and Jay are just fine now. Yeah. I guess they're friends again. Yeah. Whatever. That's makes sense. Um, and then there, and then like Ellie and Marco and Paige and Alex and Jay and Mel are all like at a club. That also it's a weird group, but it's like weird. But um, Ellie and Marco are like eating not nachos. Near they're eating nachos. Which I'm and, like, what club has nachos? And she's stacking cups, <laughs> and they're not near anyone, and they're talking. And he says something to her about how she's going to attract a man. She needs to not look miserable. I don't know I something. No I missed it. But then Jesse comes over, and Ellie's like, "Oh hey," and he's like, "Oh hey," and they're smiley, and I'm like. Why do I like this so much? <laughs> like, oh, they run into Jesse. Weird. Um, and then and then we're at the table with Alex Page, Jay, and Mel. And Fun group. Alex and then Paige is like being judgy about Club Zanzibar. And this is like before she even knows about what Alex has done now. And Alex is like, I'm going to quit. Like, it's fine. I won't work there anymore. And Paige is like, great. That's awesome. And then she walks away and they're like, um, really? And she's like, yeah, what Paige doesn't know won't hurt her. Basically. And then Jay calls her Lex to see it. And then we learn, oh, Mel, of course, told Jay. I'm like, Mel, I'm so disappointed in you. I mean, I don't know if it's like that Mel told Jay because Alex doesn't seem like surprised that oh, really? Jay knows. I thought she seemed surprised. Does she? I feel like she's just maybe embarrassed about it. Because she still feels icky about it. Yeah, but if she felt embarrassed, I feel like she wouldn't have told Jay. I don't Cause, know. Because he even says, he's like, because she gives him this look and he's like, I think he, I think he said the word tatas, which I didn't care for. <laughs> well, um, and then she, he's like, people are going to talk. Like, yeah, he's kind of explaining that point. he knows. Yes, people are going to talk. But also, like, I think that's him explaining okay. like, how, well, he how he knows. I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, I don't damn know. it, Mel. Yeah. I don't know. She, she's not perfect. <laughs> no, but um, I do like her. And yeah, so basically Paige walks away. She's like, yeah, what she doesn't know won't hurt her. And Jay's like, yeah, that's really healthy. 
and yeah he says a big fat lie there's a solid foundation for a relationship yeah and then alex like i mean whatever like nobody has to know and he's like when you shake your tatas on stage for money people are going to talk or something like that i'm like gross way of putting that but true (laughs) super gross did not care for tatas (laughs) oh boy and then the next day at school uh miss h comes up to alex and is like so people have been talking about you and alex is like they're all lies (laughs) (laughs) well she's now paranoid and she's like super paranoid um i was talking to your teachers and they're all like really proud of you although i did hear about that chemistry test like it didn't sound like you did super well and she's just kind of like checking in on her telling her that she should be applying to universities she's gonna write her recommendation but alex is like yeah university costs money and miss age is like there are options there are scholarships there are loans i can you can do work study like just let me help you i'm here if you want to talk and it's nice that miss age has taken her under her wing i know i love that um yeah also but she's like organic chemistry that's like a college level class my brother's a senior and he's a zoology major and i don't think he took organic chemistry until recently no you just take like basic chemistry in high school yeah i didn't even take real chemistry i took like the the not smart person chemistry because like science is not my thing <laughs> i i took real chemistry but i did not do well i took chem a it's a lot of math whatever that means i hated it i also had a really bad teacher like she was terrible i had a not great teacher and she was new and my grade at school was known for being trouble and we made her cry oh no we she stopped teaching after that oh no that's sad i know it was really sad it's it's what i didn't get involved but i was like i should have stopped what i could that's not great yeah i don't know i hated chemistry i was more of a biology person rather than a chemistry person yeah well because chemistry has math i hated chemistry i did like playing with fire though Uh, I like experiments. It was not that was not an intuitive subject for me. me it was either. like chemistry and geometry were both like I like I I have no I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I can't. I actually did pretty well with geometry. I hate it. I was so I know you're either like a geometry person or like an algebra person, and I'm not a geometry person. I did not understand it. That was my why. worst. That was my worst grade in high school. I think maybe I just had a really good teacher, but I was I was good at geometry. For some not. reason. Proofs? Don't know. Didn't understand. Didn't understand them. I mean, I don't remember <laughs> Couldn't any of do it. it. Um, I think I remember it because it was my worst grade in high school. <laughs> um, but anyway, then we are with Sean and Emma. after school and Sean is meeting Emma out front and he's like, hey, if you are pregnant, I want to keep the baby. And they're so happy. And Emma's and, very excited. And I'm just like, you're not pregnant, you idiot. I know. And then he, she's like, oh, good. Now you don't have to go to boot camp. More like, oh, of course, this is what this is about. And he's like, I'm still going to enlist. Like, I'll be home on leave. Like, this is how I will help support you. Again, this is a good plan. Yeah. Because the thing with, I don't know if it's the same in Canada, but with the army here, you make more money and you get better benefits if you're married. And that goes like twice as much if you are married and you have a kid. Right. And so he would be doing well. Yeah. He would be supporting their family. 
And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? How can you still even think about leaving? And and he's like, I want to have a future. I want to be able to support us. And she's like, and you're going to leave me as a teen mom. And I'm like, you guys are not pregnant. You're both idiots. <laughs> you're not pregnant. You're idiots. Also, this is actually a good plan. It's a great it's plan. It's a great plan, especially now considering that you might be pregnant. Like, you're not pregnant. But if you were pregnant, this would be a great way to, like, support you guys and he was gonna do this anyway so it's like another reason to do it exactly they're so dumb they're well emma's dumb and has abandonment issues um which isn't a dumb thing but she's it's making her act not logically (laughs) and then we're back at zanzibar and creepy vlad is introducing alex to his creepy old friend and then He's telling her, like, oh, you're like, you're a natural. Like, let me give you weekend shifts. And Alex is like, um, like, you'll make even more money. And Alex is asking, like, oh, what's the catch? And he's like, just be sexy. And he also says, you're a natural. I'm like, none of these are true. This is not true. She's not a natural. And she, yeah, the just be sexy is fine. But, like, (laughs) she's not great at that either. She's, like, she's hot because she's a hot person. But, like. She doesn't seem like she's great at the dancing part. No, because she doesn't like it and she doesn't want to be there. And she's, you know, the the actress is a good actress, but the character is not a good actress, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But then I think it's like later that night or like another night at the club and Paige comes in with a bouquet of flowers, like looking for Alex and mel like greets her and she's like um you should leave you need to not be here because alex is like about to go out on stage and then over like the speakers it's like paging lexacy to the stage and uh, Paige sees alex walk through like the doors to the strip club what does it say like paradise. this way to paradise paradise the door? yeah God. it's very dumb um and then after Paige comes off the stage Paige is waiting for her in the dressing room and she's like, what are you doing? Oh my God. And is like, of course, upset about it. And it does at first seem like she's, it's also coming from a place of worrying about Alex. She's like, what are you doing? I'm worried about you. Why are you doing this? Like, well, how bad can it be that you need to do this? And Alex is like, it's bad. I need to do this for the money. You, you don't understand. And then Paige like throws the flowers at her and storms out. Because she is judgy. So judgy. Um, but then we are at school. Oh, also the um, the guy, because they're fighting. She doesn't even storm out. They're just right. fighting. And then um, Vlad is like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, auditions are Thursday. <laughs> like, okay. And then she leaves. And then the next day we're at school and Manny, Darcy, and... Emma are like setting up for this winter dance we didn't know was happening until now. There's so many dances. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. My school had a lot of dances, so it doesn't seem weird to me. But then I grew up from the Footloose town. <laughs> <laughs> we had two dances. Was it just homecoming and prom? What is homecoming? You didn't have homecoming? We had prom and we had junior prom end of list. Oh my gosh. I when I say two dances, I mean like over my entire high school career. I feel like everybody has homecoming, I guess, except not you guys. We did not have homecoming. Okay. 
well, we'll talk about, I'm sure we'll talk about it later or in, like when the dance happens, but I don't know. They're having, they're setting up for this winter dance and Manny and Emma are talking and Manny is like, Hey, so last week I asked you for a tampon and you like didn't have your period. And I'm like, I love how they like know when I, first of all, I love how they're synced up and they like know like what their menstrual cycle schedules are. And Emma's like, um, I think Sean and I might be having an accident. And I'm like, and she's like finally confiding in Manny about this. I'm like, if you should be telling, talking to anyone about this, it should be Manny. She has literally been here before. Seriously. And Manny is like, all, like automatically supportive and is like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like what's going on? Just Manny just being like the fucking best. Because she's always the best. She's always the best. And I wrote, again, the test was negative. You idiot. I know. They're so dumb. Um, But then... We're at the we're strip at the club, club again. and Alex is talking to that old guy. <laughs> and they're friend like... Friend of Vlad. Friend of Vlad. And he, she's like, well, tell me about yourself, I guess. And they have like kind of... they have A like weird heart to heart. A weird conversation. And, and I'm like, just like this smooth talking devil. And she's confiding in him about how her partner doesn't accept her job here. And I'm like, it's weird to hear her call Paige her partner. <laughs> yeah. Rather than, like, girlfriend. There's something about partner that just seems, like, kind of outdated. Yeah, totally. Um, But then we... I mean, they have, like, a weird heart-to-heart. And it's like, okay. And then... Like, and then we're fine. at... um, And then we're really quickly at Marco and Ellie's house. And Marco walks in on Ellie in her bedroom. And Jessie's in her bed. And she's like, oh, my God. And it's like, okay, I guess Jessie and Ellie backslid. And that's the last we see of them. What do you think? Did they sleep together? Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. I feel like they were sleeping together already yeah. like, when they were dating. Like, Well, I mean, it pro- I think it took a while because there was that whole episode when she was like, birth control. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like probably. Yeah, but they definitely slept together. Yeah. But they looked happy. Like after Marco left, they were like, they're like, hee hee, oh no, we got caught. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm shipping it. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then we're at the dot and Paige and Alex are there. And Paige is like, like trying to give Alex an internship at her mom's company. And I'm like, and it does that internship pay? Like, come on. And Alex is like, um, no, you don't understand. Like, I need this money. I don't need you to save me. Like, come on. I don't want to do this. And Paige is like, the thought of you in that club just makes me sick. And is being very judgy. And Alex is like, this is my reality, Paige. If you can't accept it, then I don't have time for you. Like, stop judging me so hard, basically. Although I do think that Alex should maybe ask more questions about the internship and hear her out. Because since it's Paige's mom and they seem to be very well off, like maybe her mom is offering to pay her well. You know, and that's something that would also look good on a college application. That's very like, true. Like, there's a lot of benefits to that that Alex is writing off right away because she's like, you don't understand me. Yeah, I think a lot of the denial is pride. Yeah. She's like, I don't need you to come in and save me. Exactly. Basically. Which is, you know. Which I, I get. I totally understand that. But also, I think that, hey, hear her out. Um, yeah. Also, Paige says bovine fecal matter. And I'm like, that's so much grosser than just saying bullshit. (laughs) 
Like, can you just say BS? Like, what is wrong with these people? Between, like, fucking Darcy with sugar and beeswax. And I'm like, I want to punch you all in the nose. Paige also does a lot of French in her, like, slangy dialogue. Which Um, is fine, because they're in Toronto. Yeah. But the bovine uh, fecal matter makes me want to, like, I'm like, that like repulses it's gross <laughs> i didn't catch that i i wrote it down because i was like oh no i hate this um but yeah they have a, and then Paige like they alex storms out and alex is like and i'm not going to the dance with you i think i don't know oh she's like have fun at the dance to which i say Paige doesn't go to degrassi anymore yeah that's one of my main issues with this dance is there's like people that don't go to degrassi there and some of them are with people and it makes sense but Paige doesn't make any sense no. being there because Spinner is surprised to see her there. So it's not like she's there with Spinner. Right. I don't know. She just like went without Alex for some reason. And I'm like, you, I I didn't really like. Why would you want to go to a high school dance no. when you don't go to high school anymore? And if you, and like if your date bailed on you, like what? No, stay home. Go to a club. It. Go hang out with Ellie and Marco. Right. Um, but then we are at Emma's house and. She has told her mom that she might be pregnant and she's like, all right, well, let's take a test. Like her mom's so cool. Her mom's awesome. And then she, and and she then, also says, here we go again. I know because Emma goes into the bathroom and she and Manny are like, oh, here we are again. And I'm like, oh, yes, because you helped Manny through her whole thing. Ugh, I love Spike. And because Spike went through it twice now. True. Like, oh, my God. Oh, boy. You, you kids. And then Emma walks into the bathroom and like immediately starts screaming and they're like, what happened? And she's like, I got my period i'm like the ultimate test <laughs> exactly it's like and, yeah duh, you're not and pregnant, they're cheering you and manny is like woohoo like emma's not pregnant emma's not pregnant and they dance yeah it's, it's very great. cute i liked it a lot actually <laughs> i'm giving emma a lot of shit because she's really annoying throughout this whole episode but i did like that i liked yeah. their like bonding moment and, and her then, mom is just like oh thank god yeah like dear god um, and then we're back at Club Zanzibar and that old dude is talking to Alex and he's like asking her to go to Vegas with him. And she's like, um, excuse me. No, what part of I'm a lesbian do not understand. He's like, it wouldn't be like that. Like you would make more money or something. And then she lashes out. Yeah. Well, because he basically is like, you should be my prostitute basically. for the weekend. Um, I know. Sorry. Sex worker. You should be that for the weekend. But he would not say sex worker. Um, And so she slaps him and rightfully so. And Vlad is a dick about it. And she's like, I quit. And we're like, thank God. Yeah, you need to get out of there. And the other and the old guy is like, Lex to see. And I'm like, you can't. (laughs) Anytime you say Lex to see, I cannot take this conversation seriously. Lex to see. What are you doing? It's like, that's obviously not her name. But I mean, I guess I'm glad that he doesn't actually know what her name is. Um, but then, yeah, and then she bails. And then we're at the dance. And Sean's eyebrows have clearly been filled in. <laughs> I wasn't looking at his eyebrows. I could not help it. And he's there and he's like, hey, like, you haven't been calling me. And she's like, there's nothing to talk about. And then she tells him that she got her period and she's not pregnant. And he's like, oh, OK, well, now what do we do? She's like, I don't know. And then they're like, let's just dance. And I'm like, oh, this is so sad. He's going away to the fucking army. Why? And she's like, she's like, you're going to the army. I'm going to university. So basically they're splitting up without really splitting up yet. But they're like pre-splitting up. Yeah, they're like preparing for it. Mm. And I'm like, no, everybody's breaking up. So sad. 
Um, but then we are at Alex's apartment and her mom comes home and Alex is like packing up and she's or Alex is like looking around. She's like, I quit my job. Like, what can we sell? And her mom is like immediately like, what is wrong with you? I can't believe you quit your job. Like, and I'm that like, was good money. I'm like, oh, God. I and, just it, it hurts my heart. And and then fucking Chad strolls through the door and Alex is like, um, what? How is he out of jail? He's like mid bail, baby. And then she's like, how did that happen? And Alex's mom is like, you kind of helped. And she's like, you used the money I gave you for rent to bail out fucking Chad. Stupid Chad. Like, do you even know how I made that money? Like, ask me how I made that money, mom. And her mom still doesn't ask her how she no, made the money. She knows that it was something bad and she doesn't want to know. Yeah. And then she's like, I can't stay here. I'm leaving. I'm moving out. Goodbye. Good for I'm Alex. Like, Good for you, Alex. Like, get out of that bad situation. And then we're at the dance and we get a brief cameo of every single person at Degrassi. Yeah. Ashley and Jimmy like dance and spin into a kiss. Toby won Ice King and apparently he and Liberty are friends again for some reason. And then he's like, what do you think, JT? What th-? So they even get a JT mention yeah. in there. And then we see Mia and Derek and Danny. Derek and Danny are dancing together. And then Spinner is like, oh, Paige. They like, should get together. Who? Derek and Danny. <laughs> they should get together. I think that it would make a lot of sense. Oh, my sense. God. All right. So, wait. In our last episode in our grapevine, there were, uh, we were asked the question, if you could pick like two people to get together that, that never, never got do. together, like Terry and Spinner. Um, Derek and Danny. Derek and Danny is my <laughs> new answer. And then, so then Spinner is like, Paige, what are you doing here? And I must say, P- Spinner looks nice in his dance attire. Yeah. I think he might have gotten a haircut, too. Or he styled his hair where it doesn't look, like, weird and flat on his face. Oh, good. And she's like, oh. She's like, I mean, it makes sense for me to go sag, but I don't know about you. And it's just like, Paige, why are you even here anyway? Seriously, that should be, like, the main question. Why is she here? Oh, question about Sean being at this dance. If he's expelled, is he still allowed to go to school functions? I don't know. Because she's been there before. No, because when he went to go see her at the school, she was like, you're not allowed to be here. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm technically outside. I don't know. I feel like they kind of don't care anymore. Also, Mr. Simpson works there and he's probably like, he's fine. That's true. (laughs) And yeah. And then I don't know. Do you have any other dance thoughts before we get to the close of the episode? Just like, why is there a winter dance? Just that this dance is confusing to me. I don't know. I mean, my school had winter ball, but we didn't have like ice king and queen at the at the dance. At least I don't think we did. My I don't think my school ever did any sort of anything king or queen. We had homecoming king and queen, which was a bigger deal than prom king and queen at my school. Because you actually made it in the yearbook because it happened at the beginning of the year. And it's like announced at the homecoming football game at halftime. And it's like a whole fucking thing. And by the time prom came around, it was like, whatever, like school's almost over. I don't care anymore. Your high school experience sounds like a TV show version <laughs> of a high school to me. It kind of was. Like that's because that's like that was so far from like my reality that I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. I had a lot of, like I've, also I had a lot of friends in leadership club, which were like the people who put on all the social functions for school. So that's probably why I was pretty engulfed in that world, like by like association. 
I don't know if that was even a thing at my school. It's like the student body people. Okay. We had we had a student body. It was those people. They there was just like a class you could take, like because it wasn't just like the class presidents. It was like then they had a class of people who like helped them do all the things. That's what leadership was. Um, but yeah, I had like I was one of my very good friends in high school was like ASB president my senior year. So I knew all those people, um, which is why I went to so many goddamn dances in high school. So yeah. many dances. Yeah, we had a back to school dance the first week of school, which was like not formal or anything. And then we had homecoming and then we had winter ball and then we had Sadie Hawkins and then we had prom. So we had like five dances a year. We've definitely had this exact know, conversation before, but it never stops being interesting to me because your <laughs> high school experience sounds like TV high school. So you didn't have homecoming? No. That's so weird. I also Or if we did, it wasn't advertised and I never went to football games, so Did you not have an Maybe it's cuz you didn't have an active alumni. I don't I don't know. I don't think of, we did. My dad was alumni and he definitely was not that's active. That's technically what homecoming is for. It's like it's like a game in the it's like a football game in the fall where like alumni come back. That's kind of the premise of what homecoming is. And then the school has a dance too. Yeah, no, that was never a thing. And then cuz my dad was alumni and he he would have come if he had yeah. cuz he was like a big football star. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz it's usually it's also it's mainly related to like football. So Yeah, no, that's definitely a thing that my dad would have gone to. Also, fun fact, the college I went to started homecoming, like the homecoming tradition in 1911. Really? Yeah. M-I-Z. That is, that is interesting. So I was, so uh, in my second year of college, it was like the 100 year anniversary of homecoming at my college and it was a very big deal. I don't know if we even had school events. I mean, not that I would have really known, but I I went to junior prom and senior prom. Yeah. We also had like rallies throughout the year. I, I don't that know. I don't if we really had remember those. what they were. We even had for. pep rallies that I didn't go to. Yeah. I mean, I went to them because we got to go out of class early to go to them. So I was like, whatever. We also got to do that, but, but I, you just I, didn't go. I'm sure a lot of people did that. But again, I, all of my friends were in leadership and were putting on the rally. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go. <laughs> sure. It's just, it sounds like TV high school and I love it. I really do. I'm I was so, barely involved I'm, with I'm, school I'm, activities. I'm so interested in it because I don't know any of I it. I also went to football games and actually watched the football games. Not like in my, in my underclassmen years, but like my upperclassmen years I did. They called like this one section of like this football spectators the blue crew i had a blue crew t-shirt and everything because our colors were blue and gold it was a whole thing i don't know i spent my junior year of high school leaving after like first or second period and hanging out at my friend dana's house because she lived walking distance from the school and we would chain smoke and eat popcorn with m&ms in it and just like binge watch sex in the city on hbo popcorn with m&ms is the goddamn best thing ever it's amazing and my friend kelly and i would always have movie nights and do popcorn and m&ms and sometimes we would probably watch sex in the city too mm-hmm. and like arrested development yeah and the office. I, I was i was not like super badass i just didn't want to do stuff <laughs> <laughs> like we just i was just i, I was I just, just did an, more things <laughs> i was just i like i was not like cool i was just an asshole <laughs> i just disappointed my parents <laughs> 
Oh, high school. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So this dance is confusing to me on many levels because I don't understand it. And also because why is Paige there? And also because how did Toby win Ice King? Also, what is an Ice King? I don't know. What is an Ice King? I mean, I feel like I only hear about like winter dance king and queen things on TV shows because I ha- we had a winter dance and I don't think we anyone won any king and queen prize. Yeah. Ice King just makes me think of Adventure Time. I don't watch that show. It's really good. I haven't watched it in a while, but it went from being like this sweet cartoon to like this like dystopian future alternate universe it's amazing it's it's really good um yeah i don't know highly recommend it's just like another thing you can win at a dance which some people care about for some reason that is confusing to me. um but then i left prom early like several hours early i don't know because my idiot ex-boyfriend date like we should just leave and drink instead and i was like i guess you drove (laughs) me here so what am i gonna do yeah oh prom our prom theme was also always poker night (laughs) or a casino night we did not have a theme and it was just because they had like a casino room like next to the dance floor i have a lot of prom regrets because like i i didn't really i did i actually didn't want to leave early i'm still like kind of bitter about (laughs) it i didn't like the dress that i wore i didn't like the way i did my hair i hated my senior prom yeah, my senior prom was terrible. My junior prom, my junior prom was, was actually pretty good. I liked my dress. I liked my hair. I liked my makeup. My senior prom was yeah. error in judgment. Junior prom was better for me because I like I liked the date that I went with. I like yeah, I had a good dress, good hair, all of that jazz. We went to a great place for dinner. Senior prom, it was like leading up to prom, it was the whole thing of like oh, no one's going to ask me. Like that gross stress happened. And I ended up going with somebody's friend who, like my friend Max was like, hey, you should go with him because you don't have a date yet. And I'm like, I don't know who he is, but okay, I guess I need a date to go to this thing. And it was like, whatever. My junior prom, the guy that I went with, I was not really that into. And we were like very, very casual. Um... But at least, like, he tried, and he was nice to me the whole time. Yeah. The My senior prom, I went with the guy that I was seeing, and he was a real dick about it. <laughs> um, And he was, yeah, no, he was just a super asshole. And then, and, like, kind of ruined it. And he, mm-hmm. like, knew that he would. Like, he bought me a bracelet and gave it to me, like, after the dance, because he was like, I figured I would ruin this for oh you. My God. So I got you a present. He sounds like a gem. He's the person that I then dated for, like, four more years. <laughs> we, like, stopped seeing each other when I went to college, and then, like, ended up seeing each other for two more or three more years after college. Like, during and after college, we continued to date. <laughs> For a, like longer than I'm proud of. Oh boy, yeah, I'm doing my, great. My senior prom date was nice, but I just didn't know him, and it was awkward. It's weird. <laughs> like, oh well. He was also younger than me, and that made me feel weird. Um, Mine was too old to be at my prom with me. <laughs> Wait, oh man. Uh, he although, did not want to dance. He did not want to have any fun. Uh, that's not fun. He sat there and pouted the entire time. That's and I was annoying. like, you are being a real dick. Yeah. He like super didn't want to be there. I'm like, so then why did you agree to come with me? Yeah. Uh, you idiot. That. Also, he was sleeping with my friend at the time. Oh my God. <laughs> which I did not know about, but I was like pretty sure. 
he sounds awful he is he was the worst and then he was a pretty good boyfriend after that like a couple years later he like kind of got it together but then he didn't and you broke up or i mean he was still like at his core the same person (laughs) (laughs) like it was still not great true i'm not the i'm i'm not who i was when i was 18 but he was so it's probably not great this probably needs to end now you still live at home you're Uh, like 26 i need to leave yeah sounds like you made the right call he is now 28 also still lives at home also still unemployed oh boy shouts out although i will say my friend uh kelly her prom date um he was one of those guys who decided to rent a tux with tails and a top hat and a cane and gloves. Oh, you told me about him. That is embarrassing. Oh the my guy, God, the guy so in my funny, school who did but I that. I felt very bad for her. <laughs> Your poor friend. The guy in my school who did that wore like head to toe like white with like the same look. Yeah. But he was like, he was like a drummer in a band and he was very cool. So and he kind of get away with it. And he is arguably the hottest person I've ever seen in real life to this day. So he could get away with it. And I've worked on set with actual male models. So he can get away with it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... He clearly, this guy did it because he thought it would be really funny, but, and he, and she knew he was going to do it beforehand. And she was like, please don't do this. Please don't like, no. And he is, and he and his friend were like, we're doing it. Well, I was originally supposed to go to my senior prom with a friend of mine, but his girlfriend was a lunatic and she was like, you can't go with this person even as like just a friend. And I was like, I don't, I I was like, I I was like, I don't want to date this person, but we were going to be funny. And he was like, what if I bought a purple suit and we like just really went for it. And I was like, yes, I'm here for this. I'm on board. If you're both on board for it, fine. Oh no, I was super on board. (laughs) I was like, yes, let's do this. And then his girlfriend was a real dick about it. And I was like, man, do I have to go with the person that I'm dating? (laughs) Because I knew he would ruin it. Because he's a ruiner. (laughs) Or he was a ruiner. He's fine now. Whatever. My junior year, my friend Hannah went with our other friend James because his girlfriend was too young to go to prom because she was in eighth grade. (gasps) Oh, my God. Audible gasp. (laughs) That is upsetting to me. Yep. She was like 14. No. We were 17. That hurts my heart. But also. She was also the niece of our math teacher. And when they started dating, he pulled aside my friend and was like, what are you doing? Don't do this. Oh my God. But also like I had friends who like dated guys that much older than them at that age. So I guess it's not that crazy i mean but it's 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 very jarring when you're older and looking back on it if it it were a year later and she were a freshman and he were a senior it would seem less weird yeah but but it's it's just like she's in eighth grade and you're a junior in high school it's still it's still not great yeah it's still weird yeah it's super weird and gross it's weird yeah yeah they're still dating now to this day really yeah my friend live together in san diego a lot of my friends were dating guys that were, like, significantly older than them. Um, and I know my friend Erin, her boyfriend was literally a senior in high school. Or he the, they started dating the summer after eighth grade or, like, at the end of eighth grade. And he 
was graduating was graduating slash had just graduated oh no i don't like that and then they dated for like four years so her entire high school and his entire college they were dating oh that's so creepy it's cute that you think he went to college (laughs) Holland, where do you think i'm from i'm just thinking of it grade wise it's cute that you think that he didn't go to bu for a semester and drop out and move back home actually i don't know if he went to college at all while they were still dating he might have just stayed home (laughs) or did he go to community college i don't know he definitely did not go to college though (laughs) if he did it was definitely for like 45 minutes Oh my God. Speaking of going to college for 45 minutes, when I was in high school, I had a friend, well, that's a loose term, a guy who hung out with in like my friend group. He was going to go to college in Canada to play lacrosse at some like random Canadian school. And he got there and he was placed in like international dorms because he was not from that country. And he got there and was like, why am I in the international dorms with all these foreign people? And then he came home and dropped out of school. It was so weird. He sounds like a delight. He he was awful. He sounds real fun. Anyway, I was just talking about that with my friend Tyler. Anyway, we need to finish this episode. Right. So Alex Alex shows up to the dance. And she looks great. And she's like, it's actually my first dance. And she tells Paige that she quit. And Paige looks so happy. Yeah. And I'm so happy because they're so happy. And then they dance together. And Alex is like, this is the only kind of dancing I'll be doing from now on. And we're like, okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm still, I mean, it's cute. I'm glad they've made up. But I feel like they didn't address any of like the actual issues that came out of their fight, which is. Paige kind of slut shaming her about her job, basically. We also have to we're looking at 2007 with 2017 eyes. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very happy that they end up together. And it's yes, that's the end of the episode. And yay. Hooray. We do have a YouTube comment. (laughs) It's a delight. This is from Lindsay Wright 11 months ago. And it says, Toby can make prom king, but not the opening credits. (laughs) Oh, wait. Also, it's Ice King. It is Ice King. Oh, and there's also a response that was really good from Amber Williams 19 hours ago. Toby who? LOL. <laughs> oh, Toby. Um, all right. So Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Alex for like for hustling and doing what she felt that she had to do. And then for like removing herself from the bad situation at the end with her mom. I'm going with Mel. Okay. (laughs) She like, she helped Alex get a job. She was like, she did not slut shame ever throughout the whole episode. She was very supportive of her. She was like, you know, she gave her all the warnings to if she was going to start dancing, but she wasn't like, you're making a mistake. She was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? She's very about the consent. She, you know, and then she shouldn't have told Jay. That was not cool. And she was less rude to Paige than she could have been considering how rude Paige had been from day one very true and yeah and she was very supportive of Alex and she also tried to protect her when Paige got there she was like Paige you should go yeah so I'm on board for Mel Mel um ship of the episode Paige and Alex Paige and Alex Emma and Sean I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm actually not shipping Emma and Sean at all um I am going to also Danny ship and Derek. <laughs> yes I'm also gonna ship Ellie and Jesse. <laughs> what is happening to me? Why do uh, I like them? Is it because he's so pretty? 
I mean, they're fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm not against them, but I'm not like shipping them hardcore either. I am. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. Moral of the episode. Don't judge people. And also, don't do anything that you're not comfortable with. True. Once you start feeling uncomfortable, then is the time to bail. Yes. Like, know your own warning signs. Yes. Great. Cool. Um, Take a damn pregnancy test before you decide you're pregnant. Go to a doctor. Go to a doctor if you take a pregnancy test and it says negative, but you're still weirdly convinced that you're pregnant. <laughs> They're all idiots. Um, Grapevine. We got some emails. Um, So we have a few emails from Amethyst Beloved, so I'm just going to like summarize um she congratulated us for our like one year anniversary thank you um it's coming up soon she asked what we're doing for it we're weirdly going on vacation together it was (laughs) it was unplanned we didn't realize it was our one year anniversary but we're going on vacation together like it's our marriage anniversary (laughs) maybe we can like film bonus content for patreon there or, like, Instagram a lot on our Instagram. Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Um, I I'll I also know. be with my sister, Allegra, so. We're probably going to put out some of the minis that week. Yeah. Because we're going to be gone. So it'll just be kind of easier to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll be putting out minis. And um, Also, by yeah. the time this episode comes out, it might be. Oh, wait, no. I think this might come out, like, while we're away. Okay, so we're on vacation, <laughs> celebrating our one-year anniversary. Check our social media. Yeah. If you All right. would like to follow along. If you're feeling like that. Um, we also have an email from Carly um, about high school rivalries. Who we're also going to see on our trip. Yeah, we are. I'm so excited. Um, and it's about high school rivalries. Um, and she says, so my high school has a huge rivalry with the private high school in my town. Oh, this is relating to the Lakehurst Degrassi thing, in case you guys didn't know. Weird school loyalty thing. It's fucking confusing. Which ended in a murder. Crazy. Um, okay. So she says, so my high school has a huge rivalry with the private high school in my town. It was mainly because of sports, but sometimes it went further. My freshman year after a football game, a guy from my high school broke a guy's jaw from the private school during a fight in an in-and-out parking lot. That's the most California thing I've ever heard. Um, That was big news. We also dyed their pool red and poured Kool-Aid on their football field. To try and bring some peace between the rivalry, the cheer teams from both schools did a halftime routine together at our rivalry game. I remember not being too thrilled to do this because I would have to interact with the prissy private school girls good times so they (laughs) did actually fix it with cheerleading (laughs) or tried to anyway (laughs) that's really funny so i mean i guess there's some reality to this i guess i mean i guess when you're in high school i guess yeah i don't know sure why not um we also have a review from the cara j and she has expressed her love for Craig and Sean, and she also has faves like Sav and Jay and Alex. So I am just going to give you a great fan fiction. Okay, so um, in this fan fiction, you went to school with all of these people in Degrassi. You just weren't in their friend group, so you were just like a background person at their high school. 
But, and 10 years has passed, and it's the 10-year reunion of the grade eights class. Or, yeah, sure, whatever. And everyone's coming back to town for it. It's a really big deal. Um, Also, I'm realizing the 10-year reunion would literally be like right now. (laughs) It would be like last year. It would have already happened. Anyway, so you're back for the reunion, and you hear that there's going to be like a big after party after like the lame, like whatever setup at the gym at Degrassi. And you've gotten an invite. It's at, I don't know where it is, Marco's house. Cause somebody still lives there. Um, and so there's a big blowout after the 10 year reunion. And since high school, you have like become super successful. You've become like kind of a big deal in your field, whatever that may be. And you're just like rocking it. You're rocking that reunion. Everyone's like, oh my God, damn, like you've done so well for yourself. It's like the ultimate, like you show up to a reunion and you're like, everyone's super impressed by you. You invented post-its, whatever. And then, so at this blowout party, everyone's like, damn, who's that girl? Like, I don't remember her from high school, but wow, she's super cool. And you see him across the room. You lock eyes. It's fucking Craig Manning and you just like remember having a crush on him from afar but he was always like involved in some drama or another he was dating Manny he was dating Ashley he had a weird thing with Ellie then he like went off and had a music career you heard he went to rehab you don't know what's going on but like all these like high school feelings come flooding back to you and you're like oh my god that's Craig and you kind of like see him all night from afar but you're still like kind of nervous to go up and talk to him and then you see him uh and then like at one point you like somehow end up near him and you start talking to him and you're like oh my god this is like my high school dream come true like what's happening and you have like a cool conversation and you find out that you like live near each other in the real world and you're like oh my god that's so cool I can't like you have mutual friends weird And then you're like, oh, actually, I'm going to go get a drink. And then at the drink stand, who else do you run into? Sean Cameron. He's like all buff and beautiful and is like high ranking in the army now. And you're like, oh, my God, I had a crush on him, too. But he was also like at Bad Boy and mixed up. And you guys start talking and having a conversation. You're like, oh, my God, like, how am I running into all of these guys? I can now be like, look how cool I am. Look what you missed out on. This is awesome. And then you like go out on the back porch and see what's happening out there and you see people smoking outside and guess who else you see you see Jay he's still hanging out around town he's still doing his thing and you're like oh my god why did I think he was so cute and cool like he's still kind of a loser but whatever he's cute he's there he tries talking to you and you're like bye whatever and it's kind of just like the perfect reunion you're feeling very validated you're feeling very wanted and like maybe you'll start texting Craig when you go back home and that's my fan fiction for you magical (laughs) it's just a beautiful evening for you (laughs) it's really the high school reunion dream yeah totally (laughs) i tried to work in a couple of the people you mentioned in your review i forgot to mention sav but he's younger so whatever he might have not been there yeah um but yeah so yeah thank you for leaving us a review Thank you so much. If you would like your own fan fiction made up for you on the spot on the podcast, you can find us on iTunes and just rate and review us. Leave any preferences. It'd be super cool if you did that. 
Um, other places you can find us are we're on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. We're on Tumblr at whatever it takes podcast at tumblr.com you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com we're on stitcher and we're on soundcloud and like i said we're on itunes um and you can find me personally on instagram and twitter at holland and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kelsex with a z at the end and holland what do you want to recommend to the people um, I'm just going to recommend Buffy because I've finally been watching it and I'm in love with it and it's great. It's so good. In I'm, honor of the 20 year anniversary. <laughs> I'm doing a rewatch. It's going to be off of Netflix soon. Oh, when does it leave? It leaves April. Damn. So I by the time. I catch up in so, like the next week. So by the time this comes out. It won't be on there anymore. It probably won't be on Maybe there Maybe it'll anymore. be on Hulu by then. Who knows? I might just buy it on dvd <laughs> i don't know yet i don't know but it's it's just the best yeah i got a lot of work to do in the next week seriously dude um i am going to recommend uh this band foxborough hot tubs they were a thing in like 2007 so it's very timely for this episode they are like this band that like no one knows who the band is made out of, but it's very clearly Green Day. Um, <laughs> but they're really good. They sound like kind of like older Green Day, but they were like it, it was like right after American Idiot when like things started going really downhill. But they have this like secret side project that's really good um, that I've really been enjoying. So Foxborough Hot Tubs. Cool. All right. That's all we have for you guys today. So thank you for listening and goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.